Hey, welcome along to the Strategy and Conversions podcast. We are now on episode 29. I'm Jamie Michael Joseph. As always, I am joined by Mark Tsana. And we are now into part three of this trilogy that we've been talking about being your offering uh, and your messaging. And, you know, all this came about, we we said, uh, you know, a few, at the other month, we we did a webinar and it came up with it with someone saying, you know, what do you class as the most important part of business marketing? And my kind of view was, was on your offering, on, on what you sell and how you put that together. Marx was more about the messaging and how you kind of put that across for why someone needs to buy. And yeah. we went back and forth quite a lot, as we do with, with a lot of stuff in marketing. We, we like to get down to the nitty gritty. And we kind of went, you know what? It, it, it's, it's together. You yeah. know, if you have one without the other, you can have a bit of success. Of course you can, but it's only short-lived. It's not sustainable where it needs the two together before you yeah. even look at a system and, and looking at things later down the line, it comes back to these two parts. So that's what we're, we're going to talk about uh, today. We're, we'll recap on some of the other stuff um, from from last week as well. But I guess we'll start off with just saying to Mark, you know, with, with the messaging side, you know, what why why do you feel so strongly on that side? Well, it's it's yeah. This is to me. Uh, being being a writer, being yeah, the copywriting thing and cop- the whole idea that the words and the copies with everything messaging you have to appeal to that person's emotion whatever whatever and that that emotion is around is around the challenge that particular person's having um and the the it's it's always starts with the headline why why would i even be interested and that's the kind of the thing so when you're talking to somebody you're writing writing an email you're writing maybe a sales page or even talking to someone in a networking event is why why are they interested it's the it's the it's the emotion around they're stuck with something there's a challenge uh you know we've heard we've both heard haven't we that people say oh my sales suck you know i could my marketing sucks so there's a challenge all right is this vernacular for like but there's but there's a challenge they say so they're they're no good or they don't think they're any good at marketing and straight away it's and you can tell with the language they use i mean sucks normally means it's causing them a problem so I think, you know, my marketing sucks. I'm not getting anywhere. Bang. Okay. That may not be as frustrating as losing sleep you know, and that kind of stuff where some people go into the real extremes. But you say to them, but there is the problem. And, and that's what you've got to resolve is say, okay. And then you, if you're face-to-face with them, you can start ask, asking questions, you know, why and, and, and what, what is it about it that sucks? But when you're writing, you have to think about, Provided the answers to those questions as if they've been asked already. Yeah, totally. I get that. And uh, I think um, to put it a different way, just to give it a, a different kind of a thought process on this, is like you said there, some people say, oh, my, my, um, my sales suck or, or my, my marketing sucks. You, you get this a lot. I've mentioned this quite a lot in, in the podcast where you'll get people say that their website sucks. Yeah. No, they say, oh, my website's rubbish. You know, I don't get anything from it and, and everything like that. And, you know, in, in that situation, you would always look at two sites. So you would look at, okay, look, how many people are getting to the website? Mm-hmm. And then how many people are taking the next step to whatever it is that they're, they're meant to be doing? So just say you had a sales page where maybe you're trying to set up a phone call. Okay. So you have this initial consultation to, to see if you're, you're a right fit for working together. And you look at the data. And you're not getting enough people to the website. Mm. Well, then you have a traffic problem, right? Yeah. You don't actually have a problem with the website. You have a traffic problem. Yeah. And then if you're getting loads of people to that page and no one's booking a call, 
well then there's some sort of issue within the copy there yeah right? and that, and that's what we're looking at with the offering and the messaging as well because yeah. you know from the, from the starting point you have to have an offering you have to have something it's our product service whatever it is you have to have something that solves a problem that adds value to that person and then your messaging is, is how you get that across for for people to buy it right so that yeah. messaging like you said it can be from anywhere you know so whether you you set up a, a, a market store and you're selling whatever it is, wherever you're at a networking event and you, you're saying to someone about it, maybe you've, you've gotten to that phone call, you know, and you're talking to someone already about it, or maybe they've just gone to that sales page to learn a little more, mm. you know, about yeah. what it is. That message in there is so important because without it, well, they're never going to take the next step. No, exactly. You know, and um, it's, 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 yeah, exactly right. You know, because they have to, there's, there's, um, there's the questions that you've got to imagine that people are going to ask in their heads because they will. They're not really, I'll say they're not interested in you. They, they are interested to a certain extent. But if, if, you know, if you're talking to a person face to face, obviously they're interested in you. But when it comes to looking at a copy on a word, they're not in, really interested in, in, in what, you, what you are or you know, what you do and what you, what you give. They're just interested in can you fix their problem? That's all they want to know is can you fix the problem I've got? And so that's why it's, and again, I've said this before in different trainings we've done, is that we're all feeling people. So everything is about emotion. And, and with, with certainly when it comes to writing a sales page or, or, or any kind of form of copy, even on a web, to be honest, because the website, your web copy should be written as if it's compelling people in. It's good. The website isn't a brochure site anymore, I don't think. Websites have got to be able to have a function now. Otherwise, you know, they're, they're a waste of money in a sense because they're, they're, they're not actually proving anything. So it's got to have people, it's got to be compelling for people to come along. And often the most compelling thing you can ever ask is a question. The first thing is, the, you know, the question. Um, when, and so you could even start off with, you know, um, does your... Yeah. Does your marketing suck, for example? That's a really basic question. But that's the kind of question where someone might think, well, yeah, actually it does. And then you can, um, and then your message when it comes when it comes to the, the writing is, well, so so what is it you're struggling with? Or, or does it make you has it made your business stop or you can't get any more sales or anything? Um, and yeah, good going back to your example is a brilliant one. And it could be does your does your website really suck? Here are four. Here are five tips you need to look at. Are you getting the traffic to your website? Uh, if they're landing on the pages, which pages are they landing on? What's the copy like on those pages? So instead of you going away from them thinking, "Oh, my website's rubbish," to say, "Well, it may not be," you know, just because just you think it's rubbish is because you you're looking for already looking for flaws in it, but something might, but because it's not converting anything for you, but that could be simply because, like you said. You're not getting any people to it. Yeah, you, know, you can't. If you get one person to a website, um, you're unlikely to have a hundred percent conversion rate. <laughs> exactly that, and I mean that's the thing as well. I mean, you could actually have a hundred percent conversion rate, right? So you you yeah. have one person come well, along, and if you you have the the right kind of setup, then so you know someone yeah. coming along, they they see the page, they actually purchase is great. Well, I mean, if we can replicate that, and we start getting ten people we start getting 50 people and we're still getting a quite high conversion rate. Yeah. Well, we know that we can spend a lot of money to get a lot more people to that site. 
because yeah. we're going to get the conversion, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and like you said as well, I mean, that, that thing there is a classic on what page do they land on? The amount of times over the years that I've, I've basically worked with companies where that initial statement comes out with either our website's rubbish or they say, oh, we tried running ads, they didn't work. And we go, <laughs> okay, look, what, what actually happened? And maybe they were running Google ads and they yeah. were doing something. Yeah, you know, mate, this is, a, this is a prime example, prime example, right? There's, there's a guy I know who had a computer shop and he was running ads for laptop repair. Right? Perfect. Right. right? So some, someone's got a broken laptop, whatever it is, they're putting in laptop repair near me, whatever it is, his ad comes up, you know, click here. They click onto it. They go through to the home page of his website and his home page starts talking about how they deal with, with business IT. Yeah. They, they deal with, you know, selling computers. Yeah. You know, they deal with, you know, some other, they deal with security, internet security. And it's like, if, if the person completed about three or four clicks, they could find the page that said, yeah, we do laptop repair. But that's, that's a lot of work on the person. The per, what the yeah. person has done is clicked on the ad. They've got to that page. They've gone, IT support? Well, I, you know, I don't need this. They've clicked back and they've gone to the next ad. Yeah. You've lost that person, you know. So the ad worked. You, you, you have the right page on your website. You just haven't matched them up. Yeah, way. and we're, we're getting a bit off topic between the messaging and stuff like that now, but there is an element to it of consistency and con- congruency, you know, that you have to have throughout your messaging so that the next yeah. step is always the, the right kind of step that they need. And you got re- and and going back to the messaging, this is the this is really important. You got to remember that people's attention span, even when you're talking to them, is pretty small. When you're talking in a in a, in a network meeting, they you know they you you you're face to face and. You say hello, how are you? Now, what do you do? And, I know, and what's all that about then? And then they catch someone else's eye. If that's not compelling, they're gone. Oh, excuse me a minute, I've got to go to the coffee machine, or I've got to go and see so and so, and they've gone. If they're reading something, you've got four seconds at the max. Okay. Now, if you send somewhere to somewhere else, that gets repeated. So if you if they've read your ad and they think, well, that's quite interesting. And you sent them to a website or sent them to a page, and it happens to be your website. That's back to four seconds again. If they can't really find what they want in four seconds, they thought, "Oh, that's rubbish." You know, if they want, and people now want instant access to stuff, don't they? So if they see that you put the solution, you put, oh yeah, that's good. That, yes, I have that pain point. Yeah, my laptop crashed the other day. We repair laptops. Bang, and you take them to a page which which, which um, they get onto the page. And it's all about where you need to fix the laptop or where you need to send the laptop. Great. You've got probably a buyer. You've got somebody who's going to say, yeah, I'm going to buy a service. I want my laptop repaired. But like you said, if you're going to ask them to click four times, they may click once and they're gone because yeah. they think, are oh, they going to find someone else? Google's got rankings and rankings of people who fix laptops. So they're yeah. just going to go back on the Google and find the next one. Which actually is what I would do as well. Exactly. That, that's the thing, isn't it? You, you want to make it simple as you come through. We mentioned the last, the last um, podcast as well. We said about how we set up our members area for, for our services. We've got Momentum Builder where we do this, this live session every month. And we wanted to make it as easy as possible. But now we've had to add an extra click into that system. You know, we, yeah. we don't like that because we're adding an extra click. But it, it doesn't interrupt any of the issue, any of the streaming issues for our customers or anything like that. They still get to see it, but we 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 dislike it. Now, if we added three or four clicks, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, people are going to get mad, right? People are going to yeah. leave. They're going to be like, "Look, we want something different here." And that's the same thing: is that 
that your, your messaging is you need to make it clear. So you're yeah. not making people figure out things for themselves, you know, and, and no, we, get onto, right. we, we get onto some of the, the kind of deep diving into to what to do in just a bit. But I was just thinking what you said with some of the stuff there with, with attention spans, and I'm thinking about networking and we've done a lot of networking over the years and you know as well as I do, and you know people will say this as well. But join a networking event, and people are talking. Maybe they're doing their their sort of pitch where they talk about themselves, and a lot of the people around the room, they're not listening because they're reciting what they're going to say. In yeah, their they're, they're they're going over their pitch in their head. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's even worse now that we've gotten to Zoom. You know, yeah. for for a lot of networking events, people are looking at the phone. There's different oh, distractions. Yeah, that's so there, distractions. There's a lot of stuff going on. And it made me think of that. There's a guy that, that we both know called Adrian, you know, and he's great at networking events because he stand up and he stays silent for like 10 seconds. Yeah, right? Until everyone is like looking around as if like, why hasn't he started? You know, what what's happened? And then he's got everyone's attention. He's got all the eyes on him and he starts his pitch, right? And I'm just thinking to myself then with with the internet, you know, we we don't want we don't want that space. Right. We don't want to, you know, someone clicks onto your, your website and all of a sudden there's a just a white page for white page. 10 seconds because people are already gone. Right? Yeah. So how, how do we and I know you've mentioned about the headline being the most important part. You know, we have to grab that attention straight away. But how, how do we how do we really do that? Do we do we do it in a way where we're disruptive? Do we do it in a way when we, you know, maybe <sighs> say that we're on their side? Do we do it in a way? Well, where, do you know it's it it does come down it does come down to the headline um is it something that makes them stop so i've i've put on um i've i, I did this uh, an experiment actually it was about it was when the pandemic was was on so it's probably about a year and a half ago and i just had a, a headline with, with in capital letters bang with an exclamation mark <laughs> and um and uh, i had quite a few people reading it they come, went on to the first line i said and, and it, I didn't say something cheesy like, well, that got your attention. I was going to say, that's the, that's the, uh, I can't remember, I said, I think something like, that's the sound of your, of your, your, la- of your business crashing again or something where you get, you hit the table because something hasn't worked again. But it, but the, the headline was just bang. Mm. And it kind of made people think, well, what's all that about? And what, it, it's interesting actually on different media because, um, one, one way you can build intrigue, and this is also important, is, is building that intrigue. So I know, for example, in a certain media where you can have a headline and then you can, you can put in enough returns that people don't see the next line. And if the headline's a bit of a cryptic question, that makes people think, well, what's that about? And it's the same as Adrian did when he just stood up and waited and people just looked at him and said, so what the hell's he doing now? And then he started. It's the same thing, yeah. but what you you have to you can't do that, like you said. So you have to do something that is a real uh, a, a real odd question. It's, well, it's, uh, this is an interesting one. Years ago, and it was years ago. It was um, probably about three years ago. There's a guy. There's a guy I was actually coaching on on copywriting, and he put in. <laughs> he, um, what was it? It was he put in his um, a headline was Do you have zombie spreadsheets? And and he thought, what? what zombie spreadsheet? And he was talking about people who use Excel to such stage that it just swamps the swamps their PC. That, that yeah, they just click onto an Excel page and just go on, and it waits yeah. so long to refresh, and it's just 
and it becomes tedious and he, and it just eats their time. It eats the memory, eats everything. So his headline is, do you have zombie spreadsheets? And that was kind of like, it's so incongruent. You've got two words that don't make sense. You know, zombies are kind of like a weird, you know, that kind of mythical thing anyway. And then spreadsheets and put them together, they're totally incongruent. So having those words that don't make sense is 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 quite good as well. So that makes, again, it makes people, that makes their head, that doesn't gel properly in their head. So the straight way they're going to look a bit further because something in their head says, oh, that doesn't sound right. Sorry. Do you feel like that's needed now with, with social media? Because it's so noisy that there's always yeah. that kind of that stuff going on where, where people are trying to gain attention. There's a lot of sales messages that go on. Yeah. How to interrupt is needed. And that's the thing is that that's the whole point about this. this is it does interrupt a pattern of thinking. So you get lots of these, you know, you'll see, do you need this? And 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 uh, is this not working for you? And all this kind of stuff. And yeah, oh God, there's another one. And then you get someone, um, um, someone who comes like, wouldn't you love to steal back time? For example, there's another one I've seen. And you think, well, how can you steal back time? That's a bit weird. Mm. And then you look at it because you think, well, that's odd. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd love to steal back time. I don't don't think it's possible. And that can get people to read because again, it's it doesn't make sense. You can't. It's impossible to steal back time, or so or time as we know it. Anyway. But but it's that it's having two words that, uh, that 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 kind of don't gel together, and the other one is words that people hate seeing. So hate is a, is another word. Do you hate it when this happens? People don't like word. Sometimes a lot of people don't like the word hate. It's kind of real. Ooh, it, it's a, it's so you you've got to do something that jars them out of just scrolling through, because often nowadays, but yeah, we I work obviously I work on a uh, on a laptop and a lot of people do still but then you've got to remember that the majority of people are scrolling through these yeah so it's easy to scroll through so you've got to uh, have something that jumps out and jumps out yeah, just, just just for the podcast you know you, you held up a mobile phone you know oh, sorry yes, yes. See it, but yeah but i mean that, that is the thing though isn't it you know we got that whole thing of scrolling and there, there is that whole kind of thing of fun stopping content you know because you're, you're scrolling through and, and this is where you know, we've mentioned it a few times as well about that you can niche the front end. You know, you don't have to necessarily niche the back end, but the front end makes it appealing to someone and they're scrolling through and all of a sudden they see something that appeals to them. And that could be a picture, that could be a word, it could be a sentence, whatever it is, you know, something appeals to them, they see it, they stop and they start to read. Now, what I think what happens sometimes, well, there was this tactic that used to get taught, which people do, where they look to build engagement or they they look to build reach and stuff like that through just doing something really weird you like, oh you know do do you put the toothpaste on you know the, the brush first and then water or do you do it the other way around and, and this yeah. kind of stuff you know and the whole point is it of that is that okay you get lots of comments and you get lots of engagement and stuff like that but then when they post something about their business it gets nothing yeah you know, no, nothing happens that way you know it, it's just a is it a ridiculous tactic that gets used to try and do it. But what you're saying yeah. there is that you do something to have the pattern interrupt, but there is some consistency. There is that congruency then in the next step of your copy yeah. that starts to talk about what the problem or the solution is. Yeah. And this, again, coming back, like you said, with those, with those crazy headlines, yeah, it doesn't make any sense unless you're able to bring back the putting the toothpaste first on and then the water or the other end to a business situation. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. And, and the, the point about what I was saying, those headlines, they're all 
they then they then logically follow on. So the whole idea is then your, your argument is, so for example, zombie spreadsheets. He's talking about spreadsheets that eat up your memory, that eat and eat up the time to load. So there's the eating, and there's the spreadsheets. So it makes sense. But you couldn't have something. You know, you could say, um, uh, I don't know. You couldn't have a headline like you said. You couldn't have a headline about toothpaste and and water if then you start talking about something totally different. Because again, people just well, that's weird. They just they, they wouldn't be interested. So if you can bring that cleverly into some kind of message about the business. Um, then great because most people who are if you're targeting right and you've got people say i don't know linkedin or even even facebook to a certain extent and they know that you're a business person like in, in, our, in our case marketing and stuff most of them are going to be looking at it stuff from you and they can, they know it's going to be business related yeah um yeah because we're yeah we're not for example dog groomers would be talking about dogs um so they 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 can have an idea of what you're talking about, so they need to bring it down. They bring it, you know, bring it down to that business or something that's re- This is the whole point. Something that's really relevant to them, and that's that's the issue. It comes back. It's got to be an emotional challenge they're facing personally. If you're a coach, maybe uh, a consultant, but for for maybe from a marketing perspective, it's going to be about business. So let's let's flip the question and let's put it a different way. With with that, just say the zombie spreadsheets. Yeah. Right. You've got that kind of message there. And probably the call to action is to click over to a page on the website. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, does that page start off again with zombie spreadsheets or is that done now? Does it no, get that's, to the, uh, you can't. Into the I, meat? I, yeah. I don't think you've. It's because the zombie spreadsheets headline is an engagement instantly. Mm-hmm. If you then repeat that again, it's gone. That, that kind of. It, that surprise about that is gone, hasn't it? So you've got to have something slightly different. So if you're going on to, if you've warmed them up and, and then you're sending them to a page somewhere else, the page has got to have something on it that relates to the kind of the warm-up piece that you sent. Yeah. So in other words, you've got to have a piece of text or some information that when they go to the page, it says something. And as we said on, on our, you know, on, that this happens, and then you you go for this. as it so as as we pointed out that your memory can really suffer with and you can call them zombie spreadsheets I guess because people know what you're talking about but not in a headline say so well as as you know we've just mentioned how uh, zombie spreadsheets can eat up your your um, eat up your memory this is the solution and there you yeah. got the solutions there again and I think that the big thing there the big takeaway is that like you've said in, in a few different podcasts is that whatever you write, there has to be a purpose to it. And you mentioned always, about, you, you mentioned about like um, websites, you, you said about the, the no longer the brochure websites and, and stuff like that. I think there, what we're looking at is, is we're looking at dynamic rather than static. And the whole point there is, is that page is that you can create that page, which the, the sole purpose of that page is to be there for when someone sees that social media message. Yeah, that's not for someone to find out through Google because no one's typing in zombie spreadsheets. They don't get that. <laughs> exactly. you know? so no, there's no reason for them to do that. There would be a different page that is more suited to you know a Google search. And this is where we really get into marketing. It's a bit of the, the the topic that we're kind of talking here, but it makes sense from the messaging side. Is that there has to be that consistency in the messaging to move people through to that next stage, so that they can then become you know, a customer or a prospect 
yeah because they've they've seen that kind of stuff and they've moved through yeah you know? so like you said if you if you've got stuff on there about zombie spreadsheets that someone's found you through google because they're looking at reducing their their kind of computer speed as soon as they come through it's like what are they on about zombie spreadsheets yeah, exactly. they're, they're, it, they're, it's not going to make sense but yeah. that first pattern interrupt <laughs> moved them on and, and that's great so okay look, let's look at, at the messaging then from from a different way so we mentioned last week that we did the whole kind of pop so we did the positioning yeah offering and the process and what happened there is we we got to build out our kind of statement piece there yeah that, that talks about look we help this type of person you know or this type of industry or whatever it is achieve this kind of result right and we also can say then that we we do that without yes yeah. and that goes on you know or, or, and we can say we do this with whatever our kind of unique mechanism is that moves people on. Once we have that big statement piece there, we, we, can, we can use that in our marketing as our message, but it gives us a lot of clarity to then step forward with the, the confidence and the courage to start getting stuff out there. Mm. So where would we, we start with, okay, look, we, we know our position in our offer and our process. We, we know who we serve, what result we get them. And then we look at, you know, it's either with or without something or even both. How do we start to build out the messaging then for that product? So we've gone, um, you're talking about going beyond the headline now, beyond the... Yeah, beyond, so I yeah. mean, how, how we start to, I guess how we start to look appealing to people. So we, we've gained, maybe they, we've gained their attention. You've gained their attention. Because they so go, then, okay, um, this intrigues me. I want to know more. Yeah. How, okay. do we, how do we turn them from that to a buyer? Okay, so you've got their attention and they're starting to read through your stuff. So what you need to do, so I, I always work on the, the, uh, the premise that you need to build, you, you, you need to, w- once you've got their attention, you need to elicit three things from them. Um, and that is getting, getting them to nod their head. So go, talking about reading, even in, in a face-to-face. So you're then... You're, you're talking about stuff where they nod their head and they're agreeing with you. Um, because as, 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 we, as we know, the more affirmations that's in someone's head, the more likely they are to buy. So you, you're, you lay out your, your next kind of paragraph of authority, of, this sort of no, expertise, where you're saying, um, so this is the solution, that, this is the kind of standard solution that can help you. You can see how this works, can't you? There's kind of those phrases and they nod their head. And then this is the next step you need to do. And, and, and that works because, because, because it's a fantastic word, mm. by the way, to use that. So this works because this goes on. And people are like, oh, yeah, because it's, it's kind of a logic string. And again, that's a nodding the head thing. This works because of that. And they get, okay. So you're trying to get them to nod their head as many times as you like. So in the in what I call the illicit, it's part of the E part of the great copy method. You're trying to get them to elicit this kind of nodding affirmation in their head that, that they're agreeing with what you're saying. You might get to stage where you suddenly goes in a bit contentious and it might make them think. But what you still want to do is put, is, is, is put that as such a way that they do agree. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good point. And straight away, they're not, yeah, I can see what he's getting at. They're nodding their head, so they carry on. And you're this is the whole the scene, right? Yeah, you're setting the scene. And so you've got them to nod their head. Okay. Then, then when you put out kind of the standard, the standard um, solution that most people provide, um, and they can see that well, that, well, that works, then you say, 
But what we also do is this. And we also give you this bit and we also help you with that. And we do this, for example. So zombie spreadsheets, it could be, yeah, okay, what you need to do is, is um, you know, maybe upgrade your memory because that will work because you, know, you, you can put more uh, spreadsheets on. And then, yeah, okay, I could do that. Um, maybe, maybe they're having problems seeing, you know, seeing that huge spreadsheet. So you get a bigger screen that you can have, it, you know, working parallel with your laptop. Well, oh, yeah, I can see that. And so you go on these conditions. And you say, but what we also look at is why you need them in the first place. Wouldn't it be better if it was in this kind of a system? And that's when people think, oh, right, that's interesting. I haven't even thought about that. And all of a sudden, you're, you've gone from a standard, oh, yeah, well, everyone will say that because that's obvious, that's obvious. Oh, that one wasn't obvious. So now you're, you you have raised your yourself in their eyes. You've gained a little bit more authority in their in their eyes. Especially if it's, wouldn't it be good if, you know, you had it in this kind of format and how this works? And they think, oh, yeah. And again, you've got another nod. And the whole point what you're trying to do in, in any kind of messaging, and this is face-to-face as well, is get the person nodding. The more you get them nodding, the more they're going to be warming to you and warming to your offering, if you like. And, and, they, and, and at that point that they're nodding, they've gone from being a really cold lead to becoming a warmer prospect. Yeah. And, and that's when you start to say, right, once you bring in that those warm prospects, then those are the people that you can um, offer a you know, offer that conversation. So, you know, can we work together? So let's look at that then. So I, I love that. So that we're setting the scene. Yeah. Right? So we're going through what the issue is. We're, what we're doing there is we're highlighting the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we highlight the problem. And then like you said, what we do then is we are saying that there is a solution. Yeah, we're yeah, saying that, yeah, that we offer we offer the solution, but then what we further do is we give them a new realization. Yeah, by saying, look, you know, this solution does exist, or we have this unique mechanism, or we do this without, you know, doing such and such. Yeah, that there helps you to stand out, build that authority, quite right, like you said. So that's what we've done there is we've moved them from problem to understanding that there's a solution. Yeah, and yeah. then what what we need to do then is obviously look to them they're probably already wanting that solution now so now we need to go into that next step of okay like how how do we get them into to becoming a customer or even taking the next step to maybe it's book a phone call maybe it's book a consultation maybe it's to you know register for for something or another part there that, that i really like is where we get into a bit of kind of storytelling and stuff yeah. like that and we start getting into showing people that that we're the guide within the story and they're the hero that and that is that's a classic. One thing I always say is that um, uh, is 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 in is in copy, and it, it, you, this is applicable to anything because it's still words. You're leading someone along a corridor to their Batman outfit. All right, so you're you're bringing them along the corridor to say, "I want to watch down this corridor," and you're taking them down this corridor. You're the guide. You're, you're Alfred. <laughs> you're taking them down, and you open this, and you go, and you open this thing, and there's your Batman outfit, and there's your utility belt, and you're making them the hero. And I think this is the big, the big problem in some cases is when, when people become the hero of the situation. So someone who wants to sell, you know, sell you a solution for whatever it is, if they become the hero of what they're trying to sell. The person's reaction is, ah, yeah, but it's okay for you because you, you, you can be up there, but I can't be there. Yeah. 
But what you're saying, what so what you should be saying is guiding them and say, this is what you can become. Wow. And also, yeah. So by 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 if, instead of doing it all on spreadsheets, how about doing it in a database which we can set up for you? Wow. You're and and, and how much how control, yeah, how brilliant that'll be for you. You'll be in total control. So there's a benefit. Total control. You'll know what's going on in image. You can access that data really quickly. Another benefit because they've been waiting hours for their spreadsheet to load. And then it's all indexed because the database is indexed. Excel doesn't. Another benefit. And all of a sudden, the benefits are, if you like, the bat belt. <laughs> They're putting on this bat belt all these benefits. And you've given the hero suit and the and the utility belt. And you say, right, bang, you can go and rule the world. Kind of that's the kind of you know, thing. So you and, and what you're saying is the call to action may it depends, it depends how far along your the sales your particular sales process process there are because you don't ever go to somebody and say this is me this is what we do by now because you won't get any sales so you have a process and the process is be this is what we do um ha- yeah have a look at this would you like to know more that's the first step would you like to click on this link to know more so you get them to click on a link then would you like to click on a link to pick up a phone and have a chat to somebody there's a sales process so the call to actions often are not um by it's more about um if you'd like to know more or if you'd like to think about working with us or whatever click on this link we'll have a chat you know it's really subtle type of selling but what this is why i keep saying about sales of conversations you'll never say what you don't have a conversation is by now it's all about how can we help how can we help you more how can we support you what what is the next step we can take to work together it's all very simple stuff you're asking them the question and putting them in that in that position of you know of answering you showed them the, the 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 batman outfit and the bat belt so you're saying so how can we give you something else in your utility belt and they think yeah. oh yeah of course i want one <laughs> man and i guess as well look that that whole kind of thing now with you know making them the guide uh you, you being the guide you're making them yeah. the hero is that your your whole process that from problem to solution is your, you, you can be storytelling. So you can, yeah. you can paint the scene, you can put the person in that they're suffering from the problem and all this kind of stuff. You can tell them there's a solution. Maybe you've been there before, or you know you know the, the Batman outfit. And then you're giving them the opportunity to say, look, we can put you in the Batman outfit. Yeah. And then we can you know show you how to do whatever. And I, I love, actually, superhero movies are, are a great example to use in this. Because yeah, if, you yeah. watch a, if you ever watch a superhero movie, it always starts off with, some sort of problem yeah so there's usually some sort of villain that is doing something you know and then something happens where there's a hero and you know all of a sudden you're on the side of the hero and you want the hero to win you know and whatever whatever happens you know that you're drawn into the story yeah you know what's going to happen and and that's the the same thing with i guess your copy whether it being you know we're, we're saying copy we're saying messaging you know, yeah, it's the yeah. same thing, right? We're, we're just saying, I think sometimes when you say copy, I think some people think of it being as sales copy on a, a letter or a website, but actually, and that's why we say messaging because it Any can be in person, yeah. it can be, you know, through social media, it could be over the phone, whatever well, it video, is. Video, you know I mean? This video, is the thing yeah. about uh, people talk about, yeah, video. Video is brilliant, but it all starts with words. It all starts with copy. Well, not necessarily copy, but having a script of what you're going to say, talk about. But this is, yeah, I... I never, even though I'm a copywriter in one of my guises, I never decry the fact that video is really powerful. Yeah. But video has to start, but a rubbish video isn't going to do anything. So you have to have a video that's kind of 
not if scripted necessarily, because that sounds a bit cardboard, but just have those points and and this is the scene I want to set, and this is how it's going to go. So they're in their clear mind. So you, the video can be, you know, if you're going to kind of like put on a an animated video, it could be somebody leading someone along the corridor. It could actually be yeah. a video, and this is your suit. I think what one big, because there's one big point to to bring up here, but we're talking about points. You, you said about points. I mean, that that is the big thing here, isn't it? Within your messaging, is that we went through positioning offering process we built out that statement but what we've looked at there is we have looked at the transformation so we've looked at moving someone from where they are now to where they want to be or from problem to solution the whole point there is is we know that what they want to overcome we know how we do it and we know the real benefits on how we help to do it yeah those benefits those points then well what we we can do there is they should run consistently through all our messaging so it doesn't oh, matter yeah. if we yeah, use, that's consistent. Yeah. If we use video, if we use a website, if we use a it could it could even be a leaflet, you know, that we, yeah. we send out. It, it could be then on, on the phone. Whatever it is, is, is we use these points because yeah. we have that congruency, then we have that consistency within all our messaging. So that if we do get someone on the phone or we get someone onto the sales page, well, they're more more inclined to buy at that point. Yeah, that, exactly. you know, yeah, I think sometimes you get you get sales and, and people think, okay, look, you, you need to do whatever you, you need to do to get someone onto the phone, and then you start a sales pitch. You know, yeah. so you're trying to persuade them to buy and stuff like that. I, I think that sales puts a, a block on a lot of people. Yeah. Because they kind of see sales as a bit sleazy. They kind of see it as yeah. oh, you know, I'm I'm just trying to persuade someone to buy my stuff. But but really that the sales side, you need to look at it as serving. So serving rather than than selling, because all you're doing there is you're serving that person to just help them decide if it is right for them. Because if you get someone onto a phone call and your marketing has been done right, well, that phone call then is to get them to sign up, you know, or to, or for you to understand if they're a right fit for you. Yeah. It shouldn't be that you get them onto a phone call, onto a website, and you're trying to persuade them to buy it. It's never, it's never sustainable that way. And and this is this is again something I and yeah I, I'll use messaging rather than copy but this is something in that model great model the 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 grab the G is the grab headline and the R is to raise the the emotional desire that they they think yeah I really need to do something about it and then we go on to these E for elicit the affirmations and and that's where you also start to build the trust um, and you've got you've got to you know you you're you're showing your expertise as well as you're going along. At that point, that's that's the that's the set that's the selling point, not the call to action down the bottom of the page. They're ready. They should be ready here. And then the authority part of the of the um, of the great formula, which doesn't you can't put it into everything, but but you can you can even put two one or two liners into some copy, and that's that's the authority bit is a case study or a testimonial. You know, this person bought my, you know, the, the last person who used this said it was brilliant, da, 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 whatever. Um, and so, so, and that's just, so people buy an emotion. So the G, the R, and the E bit is all emotional. And then the, the and then the logic kicks in. Right, okay. Yeah, this looks really good. How do I know it's good? There's logic. I, I want proof. So then there's a little testimonial or a case study or something. Just and it, sometimes it can only it only needs to be a two liner, and they suddenly think, 
Wow, yeah, okay, that, that's got it. And so they are then, well, where do I press the button or where do I click on now? They're not even saying, they're not at that point, if it's gone well, if it's written well, or if it's put across well, if the video's gone well, or if your meeting's gone well, they're not looking for a further point of being convinced because they're ready, which I'll backtrack a second, which means that, and I said this before, is that you need to think about if you're writing, especially even if you're messaging, that what are the what are the objections they're going to have? And this is a classic thing, isn't it? And they you know they say, well, what about the price? Or what about this? And what about that? Um, you need to be answering those as you're going along, so they don't even have the question. So you just say, yeah, well, the price the the, yeah, the price is this, and they think, oh right, okay, that's a tick. I'm fine. They, again, you've got a head nod, and this is how we work. You know, it takes us two-week delivery or whatever to do this, right? And not, oh, okay, I was going to ask that, but that's great. You've answered it already. More of that, and they're just, they're, they're just really, they're, they are the warmest prospect you can ever have. Yeah. You know? I think that that's, that's a big thing here, isn't it? It's that messaging, it, it, it moves them along. Yeah. In, in their own head, you know, yeah. they're, they're seeing things. And I think a big thing there as well to pick up on that, like you said, is within your, your great model, you know, well, look, majority of it is looking at the emotion. Oh, you know? Always, always. Yeah. So it's all about the the emotion to begin with, and then the logic comes in, because yeah. there is there is that point point where, okay, look, we we can get caught up in emotion, and then you know everything's great, and then we we have to make a decision or we have to buy or whatever it is. Mm. But actually, without that logic part, that's when people just go, oh yeah, do you know what? It's, it's too far out there, or yeah, you know, it, that I, I can never have that. You know, yeah. but all of a sudden yeah. that logic part is that that sort it of can, yes, it goes, can. I just and, need to check on this and yeah, makes sense. And one of the big one of the one of the places, I mean, this so so originally there there was the copywriting models came about from from the original copywriting model um, of Ada, attention, interest, desire, and action that came from window dressing back in eighteen the eighteen nineties. Um, and if you look at the way people sell kitchens now, it's exactly the same. The kitchen is sold on emotion. Now, normally there's a man and a wife or a man and your partner. There's normally one emotional one and one logic. And nowadays that that's not all about the, the sexes being one or the other. They're interchangeable. And it can be, the, or it can be like a, or you can imagine if somebody wants to stock a man cave and they're, they're a carpenter. They see this great big, my, my dad would have been this. Uh, say it would have had a wood turning machine that would be the emotional buy and it would be in his wife who said oh you can't afford that or whatever she come up with the logic but the point is you look at a kitchen it's all about emotion to start with they they love it They're, oh i don't like these doors or i don't like that or oh i love this and this is oh look at that cooker and then the logic is so how much is it and then and those kind of questions coming in and if it's um if it's if you know it could you say, well, the value here, and this is the price, and that's the delivery, is this, and, that. and the, the logical mind, yeah, okay, I can understand that. And because often what happens is that logic gets, sometimes is not perfect logic. So the person who wants to, who really does want the kitchen, will justify it with logic that is maybe a little bit twisted, <laughs> twisted so they can they Logic can to them, yeah. So, so, so sometimes that logic is not actually very logical. Because I mean, I, I don't know if you ever watched the. Have you watched the series? I thought it might be. I've seen this before, where people go and buy um, chateaus in France and do them up. Yeah, you're saying yeah. 
there's one guy who bought a chateau and because um, he loved it they the, him and his wife they absolutely loved it and they they um they just wanted it and then he went through this book and he said his book gives me 300 reasons why I should never have bought this place. <laughs> and you think, but his was pure. It was, he said, I don't care. I'm going to do it up. And it took him a long time. But um, yeah. You, you get that a lot though, don't you, with, um, you, you get like the, the kind of sports cars, you know, I, I think Ferrari right. is a big one. You know, I mean, look, I, I still want a Ferrari. I will I'll buy one. I don't have an issue with buying one. <laughs> you would say people who have bought a Ferrari, and then they've sold it because they've just gone like, you know, the, the emotion was that I wanted it, right? Yeah. But there was no real logic. And then once I kind of drove it, well, it's, it's impractical for, yeah. you know, going around town and stuff like that. So, you know, there was no point in me even buying it. And, you know, you do get that, like you said, sometimes that logic is skewed in a way where yeah, it skewed, works totally. for you, yeah. Yeah. you know. But I think a, a, a good point there to, to pick up on as well is like with price, you know, and we've done, we've done a few podcasts now where we've talked about price and, and we say, look, in one respect, price is irrelevant. Because yeah. it, it doesn't matter. But actually, look, there still needs to be that logic part within the price. Because, you know, even someone who has a lot of disposable income, maybe they have a lot of income, and they could easily afford something. Well, they're not just going to pay the money out if it's, you know, if it no. looks overpriced, or there's no, there's no real substance in that price being that price. Yeah. You know? And that's, so, that's where you've got to stack the value, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what ultimately, um, going back to, you know, the the illicit part of that model uh, of your message or whatever, you know, it's that you explain what a standard kitchen may look. So if we go and go back to kitchens. So this is what a standard kitchen looks like. Yeah. Of course you get the cooker hood, you get this, you get that. Yeah, yeah. But we've got thicker doors. We've got bigger, we've got better work to work surfaces. We've got all these little uh, cupboards and you've got these hidden cupboards where you can put this in. And we've got this that goes with the cooker hood and, um, and and you can we talked about this the other day. You can run it from your phone app, you know this kind of stuff. And we do this, and we and and they get blown away. What's the price? Well, it is a bit more expensive than some normal kitchens. But look at all these things you get. Well, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That'll do. That'll do. It's, it's, if you're justifying it with that value, the lo- this is what I'm saying about the twisted logic. Logical means do I really need to be able to operate my cooker hood from my phone app? Do I really need those little cupboards down there? In cold light of day, no, they probably don't. But it's just you're selling it. You're you're a good salesman is showing it as a benefit, and that's the point, isn't it? If you rack up the benefits, and in some cases, some of the benefits won't be dubious, but sometimes the benefits are you could do without it. But wouldn't it be good if? And this again, it comes down to emotion. Wouldn't it be great if you had this kitchen as opposed to that kitchen? Yeah, wouldn't it be great if you had this database where you could access it instantly and you could look index all the things you wanted instead of this clone or instead of this database over here, which can do a similar job, but you, it's, it's, it doesn't look as nice or it's not as pretty or whatever, you know? So the spreadsheet case that will still, that, that database to work, but this one is just instant. You've got this access, yeah. you've got that. And oh, by the way, you can look up this way and you can look up that way and you think, probably well why would i ever do that but anyway it's there you know you've got the option do, do not there mate like picking up on what you said we spoke about this briefly on on another podcast i say briefly i think we probably went into it yeah you know, a bit, a bit more like we always do yeah right. but but right there where we we get into that kind of illicit them is, is that we we've been through the emotion thing and what you will get a lot of people then say is that you have to sell the benefits 
not the features. Yeah. Actually, what we're doing here is we're selling the benefits with the features. I yeah. That, that's, that, that, that's a big thing where, where people yeah. get mistaken because they always look at, oh, yeah, you can have this or you can achieve that, but they don't always tell you how. Yeah. You know, and that's where the features come into it because, like you said, is that okay? Like you're looking at a, a kitchen or something like that, you know, and you may say, Oh, do you know what? This, this wood is thicker, and so it lasts longer. Yeah. So you won't need to spend money again in X amount of years' time, or it won't, yeah. you know, start to chip away or break yeah. or anything like yeah. that because of this. You know, you may get then, okay, look, it does have the, the latest technology, you know, be, you know, when you're looking at, okay, look, you know, you're going to keep up with the Joneses here and, you know, they're going to see you have this amazing kitchen. And that's because it has the latest technology built yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and then maybe it's get into the kind of the design as well and stuff like that. But but that there is, I feel like some people will, we, you know, we, we spoke about this. I think every podcast I mentioned this about, for me, a lot of the kind of marketing exercises and messages and stuff like that get diluted mm. in what you should do. And, and that's because I think sometimes people pull the headlines from things. Yeah. And say, oh, yeah, this is all you need to do without looking at the extra part and like from yeah. from all of, of what we've done and we'll wrap up this this podcast in, in just a minute but if you look at what we spoke about now in three episodes right so like around about three hours we've looked at okay look what the offering is and what the messaging is mm. you know we haven't even looked at kind of getting out there to really sell it or or anything like that or get looking at getting traffic or, or anything like that because all those things can change it doesn't matter yeah you know once we have our our offerings whether that's your product or service we've been through your positioning we've been through the offering we've been through uh the process we then get into the messaging where we look at the benefits okay so you said with your great model is that we, we've grabbed their attention we, we know exactly what it is that you know it, it is going to trigger them yeah into yeah. wanting to, to know more and stuff like that and then we get to build up all that emotion and then we get to add the logic so that when we get to that point that we say look do you want to buy now or do you want to take the next step it's a natural step. It's a natural yeah, process. Yeah. So in in the in the great model, the T stands for transform rather than call to action, um, which I guess is just me playing with words a little bit. But it is a transformation, and <laughs> and and the reason that I put the T for transform is from the writing point of view. You take them from being a, a passive reader to actively doing something. So they become they go from a passive reader to an active prospect. By the clicking, so you're transforming them from saying, from from being just reading. Now I'm going to do something, and this is the same with um, this is the same. As you imagine, just in a, in a network meeting, you transform someone from just listening to you to say, "I think we need to book up a call." They suddenly you've you've changed you've, you've transformed their thought process. You now say, "Great, yeah, well, well yeah, next Tuesday." let's do it let's have, let's have an hour's call and you know then the call is going to be different structured differently because you're going to be discovering about what is it you know how it's how their business is and how you can really work with them so the t is always about transforming to the next stage in your sales process this is why and with everything you've got to have that sales process you've got to know going back to like you meant, mentioned that comment everything has to have a purpose you know the purpose of each piece of your copy you're putting out. And this purpose is to get them from moving from here to here. When you have a discovery call or the message around there, that purpose is then to say, to ultimately to say, so, yeah, how can I add value to you? How can I work with you? Transform what, is, yeah. is great, isn't it? I mean, that that is it. I mean, when we went through everything with, with your pop, is we looked at, okay, look, 
uh, someone is at point A and they want to get to point B. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's that transformation. That's what everyone is buying. Yeah. Whether it's a case of, you know, they're going from problem to solution or they want to some value add, it's always a transformation. Always. And that's a, a perfect way of putting it there. And yeah. so to, to kind of sum it up there, I mean, what we've done at that point, so we've built up the, the right kind of offering, you know, we, we've got our message in there. And if we use that right, where we get in front of the we get in front of people, you know, who who are our ideal customers, we've now moved them from that recognition part yeah. through to the attraction part. Absolutely, yeah. We've mentioned yeah. that we we have five areas that we call the Pentagon of Momentum. Yeah, we well it's through through measuring and everything like that. But that's the first part. You know, yeah. we've we've moved them now, okay, from them knowing about what we do to them wanting to have more information or, or conversation and with it, us about it. Even as far as the acquisition. It's, even it's, as far as the acquisition. Even yeah. getting as far as the acquisition stage, which again is another measurement, is that, you know, the talking about that Pentagon is the measurement there is, okay, how many people now, instead of saying how many people am I converting um, from my sales calls or, or copying, you're now saying how many people am I converting from that warm discovery call into them taking action. And that makes it far easier because once they're on a warm discovery call, you know your conversion rate is going to be better. Yeah. And this is the next. And so you go back a step and you say, okay, you've moved someone now from being um, just reading something or, or talking to someone to actually creating a phone call with you. That's measurable as well. What's the conversion rate there? But all those different conversion rates of the um, those are not they're easier to measure but they're comfortable as well they're not saying you've got to sell this many you know, you've got to sell this many widgets in the in the next in the next hour it's just much more comfortable and easy yeah. way to sell and makes the the person you're selling to the person you're going to add their value add value to them they feel so much more comfortable they're not being again an, an, an adage that i i love is that people hate being sold to but they love to buy. Yeah. You're letting you're letting them make the choice to buy, and you're not telling them that we're selling you something. And that, that's exactly, isn't it? I think that, that's a great point to end on now. Is that you, yeah. your messaging is doing exactly that? Yeah. You know, you're, you're serving them, aren't you? You know, you're service. You're, you're, you're helping them to buy yeah. what they want to buy, and yeah. that that there with that Pentagon is that you know we've moved people through in, in a smooth way. Yeah, right? and that there means that okay, look, those people who now are in that attraction point, that lead generation point, yeah, they are warm. Then they're, they're probably hot. You know that yeah. that's the thing yeah, is yeah. that they're there. That you know you have a, a real high percentage of converting them. Yeah, you know over the general kind of lead generation that maybe okay, I've picked up a business card. This person said it was nice to meet me, so they're probably a really hot lead now. I, I should yeah. follow up with them. You know they're never going to buy from you. Whereas this way you know that, okay, look, people who have moved through that motion, they're really interested. The intent is that yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not pushing them to get on a phone call with me. They're asking me to get yeah. on a phone call with them so I can run through everything. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, I've never, and I guess is what this is what people call non-sleazy sales calls mm-hmm. um, because at no point are you pushing them at all. If they make the decision to say, I'm not quite ready yet, you say, oh, fine, okay. When 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 would be a good time to, to follow up or have a chat or how do you want to leave it? But you again, you just give the decision back to them. Yeah, of course, you're trying to guide the decision to a certain extent, but you're allowing them to say, you're allowing them to feel comfortable with saying, 
I'm not ready yet. Yeah. And going back to the Buyer's Mountain, they may not be at the snow at the at the snow cap. They may yeah. still be climbing up. And you know, I'm not quite ready yet, but I'd love to know more when I am. So that gives you an open door to say, okay, well, give us your email address and we, we can keep you just keep the ball rolling. Yeah. And so as they climb up the mountain and then they then get into the snow cap part, then they're ready to buy and they'll buy from you. That's the way as well. I mean that that the wording that you use there as well, sales <laughs> call. I think w- once you get into a sales call, it's a different game, right? It's a it's a persuasion call, is it's yeah, not a serving yeah. call, yeah. which it should be, because that that sales call really is a serving call. Yeah. Because all you're doing is you're serving that person to help them make that decision if it's right for them or not. Yeah. And all you're doing is you're giving them the the right answers. You know, you're giving them the, the truthful answers to whatever yeah, it is that yeah. you're selling, and they can make up their mind. And then, mate, yeah, we'll we'll wrap things up on on this yeah. podcast. So I think we we kind of covered why we we talk about uh, offering and messaging. We deep dived into offering, deep dived into messaging here. I think what we we'll do in in the next episode is we're we'll look at a conclusion. We'll look at how we we bring it all together with with putting stuff um, with that that consistent flow yeah you know, through it and with you mentioned buyer's mountain i think we're touching on on that as well and we look at how this can really work for for people who are ready to buy right now but also people who will be buying yeah. and and then i think we'll, we'll look at maybe some some discussions that we've had with the podcast on the direction that we're going to take it yeah 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 and and we'll do that so yeah i think i think we'll wrap things up here i think we, we've probably been an hour again you know, we just, we have. We just start to chat, you know, it's, it's, the, it's starting to get dark in my room, everything, mate. You know, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, the lights went on ages ago, but yeah. But this is it, see, we're, we're getting into, we're into winter now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that time, we'll soon be doing it in the dark, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, but Mark, it's always been a pleasure. And it certainly has, yeah. Great to you next here. week. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you all then. Yeah, okay, cheers everyone. Yeah.